0: Everyone, I'm Jay, and this is the Talk Nerdy to Me podcast. sans Gaz, Gaz, was a victim of the snapping, and cannot be here right now to do this, the end game spoiler review. So it's just me. Um, I've just been to see it, um, and I just I had to speak about it. I can't wait for Gaz to to come back to me from the snapping. To see this. To talk about this. I need to talk about it. And I'm just going to talk at you guys about it. Because. Wow. Just wow. I'm going to sh- this right now. In case it isn't obvious in the title. This is a spoiler review. I'm going to just go straight into spoilers. I don't really know how one could tackle this. Without talking about spoilers. I feel really sorry for, for movie critics and YouTubers who do that. I just don't get how you can do that. Kudos to you, but whatever. Let's just get this straight out the bat. Straight off the bat, right away, this film is amazing. It's amazing. End of. End game. (laughs) It's amazing, right? Um, I don't need to talk about too much in the way of, like, camera work and, like, I don't know, editing and acting and stuff like that, and music, because just take that as a given it's it it's all amazing it's all amazing if you saw infinity war it's it, you just take it that how can they not match all that they've, the russo brothers are amazing geniuses i don't get how they went they've gone from just shooting um fucking a little show like community to directing this 3 hour epic which shot for shot scene by scene It's perfect. Like this should be every filmmaker's dream. It didn't feel three hours long. I mean, the first thing I will point out is if you listen to our old Infinity War uh, podcast from when we first watched that, my big beef with that back then was I felt like, like the problem was um, I felt like I was reading a comic. Which sounds like a that should be a positive thing, but I meant like it was quite jaunting for me to go from scene to scene to scene from like very different places uh, in a movie scape. I didn't really At first work for me. Obviously, since then I've watched it a fair few times, and I because I, I, I know what's gonna happen. Uh, it's much more fluid. It's a lot smoother. I, you know, I, it's not a problem. In this, I didn't even feel that that initial fner to to scene to scene to scene. I don't know whether it's now that I'm used to that or expected that or whether they, I don't know, they, they did it better in this, but I, it felt fluid. It felt great. Um, but, yeah, from, I'm, I might as well just start at the beginning we'll just go, like, through this film bit by bit on all the big points. So that first opening scene with Hawkeye and his family and then they just disappear. <laughs> it's just like, oh, my God. I like the fact that didn't even like, show them disappear, you just saw some dust in the wind, and then you could hear, like, louder explosions happening in the background, and he's panicking and I, I, I loved, I mean, every shot was fucking amazing, he's just, like, moving her feet to show her how to aim the arrow and they do that shot of him moving her feet, so you can see that he's got the, um, the house arrest thing on him so, the, like, we know he's on house arrest, but it's just like recon- it's just confirming it, he is a like a, what would you call it He's a prisoner in his own home. Um, I just little things like that, absolutely beautiful. Anyway, I digress. So we see that, and we see this this being what looks like to be a catalyst. He's lost everything then to what he becomes later on in this film. Which I fucking called this. I called this, and there was a, there was someone took a photo of him walking through a set list, through his set. Sorry, and he had like a massive coat on, but someone was like, "Those shin pads have a little yellow outline." That's what Ronan has. And he was Ronan. I called that. People said I was wrong. I was fucking right. Again. Like I was right with Red Skull. Again. I am nearly... or 70% of the time, I'm right 100% of the time. So there was that. Then we went into the proper first act. Which was... Began with Sean Gamora and Tony Stark in space. I loved how Tony... They made him wasted away. They made him like a shell of a person, like literally. That was so moving, and like he'd li- he'd literally just survived. Um, and they don't like as you can see, he's desperate. He's he feels like he's at the very end of his life. He's just accepting that this is how he goes. And then Captain Marvel comes. And I was like, yes, fucking yes! So happy when I saw her appear. And then in my head, I was going. That's a bit of a jump, though. And then I realised, well, yeah, in the end credits... You have to now definitely see Captain Marvel to see this. Otherwise, you're not only going, who is she? But then you're going, why the hell is she there? How does she know she he was there? End of Captain Marvel credits scene. Oh, my God, I'm so wired on this film right now. Um, so, that was... It was really cool to see. him brought down, and then he, he still got, like... He's still got issues with the Avengers. He's like, "No, fuck you. I told you I wanted to keep the world safe and you wouldn't let me. you let me down. fuck you fuck." And this is what I've said. This movie was the movie we needed, not the one we wanted, but the movie we needed in, in our, an ideal world, ideal world. He comes back down. Um, he's, I don't know, some Thor has some some magic hammer stuff that can re-energise and make him back to normal or he still gets in the suit yada 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 but no he's frail he's got a piss sack and he can't go and he doesn't want to go he's like fuck you guys and he has to be sedated Um, the next step is they're all like well we'll go screw it we will all go and do this and um, this leads me to the next part where holy shit they just kill Thanos Thanos has destroyed the Infinity Stones... And then they just kill Thanos... So... Wow... Like they cut off his hand... Which everyone was going... I remember seeing on the internet... Why didn't they cut off his hand in Infinity War? Well... They didn't realise that as much... Or as Doctor Strange said... It's not as easy as that... So they cut off his hand... And then Thor just walks up and cuts off his head... Brilliant... Because from that point on... When you realise there's no Infinity Stones... They've just killed Thanos. They're stuck in this thing, in this situation, a scenario. I felt like I had no idea what was going to happen in this film. I've been posting theories. Um, I purposely didn't watch the last trailer because I didn't want to know. I why would anyone watch the last trailer? That I, I I should watch that to see what was in it. But I know they, they don't put spoilers in the trailer. But it definitely felt like I heard people say there was more... Like, more... What's the word? Just more footage of them. Like, of the film. Why would you... Why would you want to see more footage? Just take it as it is. Anyway, that's a different thing. Um, So, yeah. And then it just comes up, like, in SpongeBob SquarePants writing, Five years later. And immediately, I was hooked. So, five years. what, What... Where are we going to be in five years? The world's still a shithole. Um, Looks like Black Widow was running stuff. Um, Everyone's kind of split up, trying to keep the world in some form of order. Um, Ronan is. uh, We know that uh, Hawkeye is knocking about and he's killing. He's gone on a Punisher spree, which is fucking cool. Ronan, fucking cool. Every scene, by the way, that, like, Ronan. Was in, was oh, such a good fighter. He's gone so, come so far from being the guy who fires arrows in Avengers. Like, I feel like every film, they, they whoever's in charge of the Avenger, Avengers feels they have to give him, like, another layer of, like, to prove himself, of, like, how, oh, to show how awesome he is. Like, Age of Ultron, Joss Whedon made him, like, Gave him such more, much more personality. And then in like um the Civil War, gave him a family and gave him like showed that he had like a reason. Um like a motivation. And in this it just showed he was a badass. Like when he, if he's just let loose, he's a total badass. If he goes for the kill shot, you are dead, son. Thought that yeah, really liked that. Um I've gone a little bit off the beaten track. Oh, and then we see Captain Marvel with a Knew her. Yeah! Fucking yeah! That's what I wanted. Proper Captain Marvel her. Fuck the haters. By the way, Brie Larson was much better in this. I don't know whether it's because of the story of Captain Marvel or the direction of the Russo brothers, but she definitely had a lot more personality. And obviously that could be down to the story of the first one. She doesn't know who the fuck she is. So it's hard to... Uh, you know, give off a personality, but at the same time, your character doesn't know who they are, so doesn't have a personality in this. She definitely looks like she's found who she is, but uh, yeah, she just nailed it and made it. But she, it's one of them things, so She just, I got really worried up until the end that she just wasn't in the film enough. And I can kind of appreciate from the, the end point why she wasn't. And it's understandable why she wasn't. But I could see... I can imagine some people are going to walk out this film going, where the fuck was my Captain Marvel? She was barely fucking used. But hey, ho, you're not going to please everyone, are you? Um, and then... And then... um, Oh, and then we... Then... By the way, th- this entire first act is so depressing. But in a good way. Like, it completely humanises them more than ever. They... And it's made me realise that in Infinity War they were all kind of cocky. Like, like, Banner is trying to tell them Thanos is coming. We could be fucked. And there are people going around. Certain people going, the Infinity Stones, if he gets them, we are fucked. But now when I look at how these characters interact in this film and how they fight and how they interact in the last, in Infinity War and how they fight, I definitely see a very, a much more cocky, kind of confident, overly confident maybe, and that's maybe why they lost. But, yeah. This definitely humanised them and made it much more... And this might upset some people out there, but I feel this is where DC was originally heading. They wanted this sort of tone for their films where it humanises them and makes it dark and gritty. But this worked and I feel like they've worked a long time to get to this. And, again, it was just like that first act was dark and gritty. As soon as, then, Scott Lang appears... Oh! Like, I, I welled up... By the way, I welled up a few times in this film. I welled up when Scott sees his daughter... And it's been five years and she's growing up. I felt so sorry for him... Because all he wants is to hang out with his daughter. And he's now had five years stolen from that. Um, and then there was, oh, there's other ones, but anyway... When he shows up... And he's like... He says about time travel... That was brilliant... The whole... The whole explanation of how they can time travel... I liked... I was worried... Because I'm kind of a... I'm very fussy about time travel... And we will get to that later... Because there is problems when you do time travelling... It can leave loopholes and... Problems in your storyline... There is... There is... Probably problems with this story... But I'll come back to that later... But the way they explained it was very good. Very not... Plausible is a stretch of a word. But I I completely bought it. It didn't seem stupid at all. It wasn't like the Flash on his time-travelling treadmill. Which I can't wait for DC to try and implement that one. Um, So when they and now this is where the first bit i mean there's risks took in this film the risk of like just killing thanos was a big one the risk of just jumping ahead 5 years was a big one the next risk was um hulk making him like both banner and hulk being one they are they are completely one now he's he's got the strength of the hulk and he's as big as the hulk and he's green as the hulk but he's banner um at first, when I first saw it, I wasn't sure, but then I saw how it does I mean, like the whole selfie scene was hilarious. The band, with Ant Man as well, being like, "No, f- screw you! If you don't want a selfie with me, I don't god get, take your goddamn phone away." Um, yeah, I I loved that, and it made me go, "Okay, they've got this. They've got this. This is fine." Um, that was great, and then, yeah, the time the only the, the what? Yeah, the time. When I first messed about with the time travel, that was a bit odd with Scott, like making him old and young and whatever. I wasn't sure how I felt about that, but I think it was just because I was still in my somber mode from the first act, and I, my sense of humour had yet to kick back in. But Tony, oh my God, when they go, oh, we'll get Tony. And as soon as I saw Tony had a daughter, I was like, oh, this is fuck now. Why does he want to help? He is where Barton was, like, in... Civil War, except the difference in, in this is Barton had to go away to fight to stop their lives from ending. If he goes away and fights, it could end their lives. It was just I totally saw this from Tony's point of view, so so hard as soon as as soon as he had family there, which again, this brings up who will she end up to be the daughter, but I digress. um then what happened next? Um, we went on to they just decide to make well Tony's Tony. I loved how Tony then still worked on the time travel, and the whole him saying shit with the daughter was fucking cool. <laughs> oh, that's your mother's word. Um, your mother says that, but I, that's very Tony Stark. Like even though he wants to, he wants to stop. He just wants to. The, his moral compass, which is clearly in his brain. Will not let him, and he has to work, and he has to at least know. And once he found out there is a solution, then he just go, "Oh, I've just created time travel." Then, yeah, that's when he he goes to Pepper, and I. There was so many scenes like that where, rather than it, it would have been, they could have easily gone. He solves time travel. Maybe he has an, an awkward moment with his daughter, and then the next scene is he's pulling up at the Avengers Tower, and. He's, he like, gives all these rules. But then they still had the scene with Pepper Potts. And I'm glad they did that. He I, They just took time. I think they realised, well, if we're going to do... Our last one was two and a half hours. Why cut back? We, we, we might as well just get everything done. We need to... cut. Cl- we're going to be closing some people's storylines here. So why would you skip a beat? So yeah, co- again, kudos on that. Um, so they get the... He goes, right, we doing time travel, and then I love this rule. He says, we can't get rid of anyone now. We have to just bring people back, which immediately is why you can't just go and rob the time stone. If you rob the time stone, you take away his family. Loved that. Absolutely loved that genius bit of storytelling, of writing. Um, and then, yeah, them all going back to, uh, I mean, again, what a stroke of genius for them all to just go back to different times. Um, into the films we've seen into different scenarios and get the stones to put back later as he, Hulk uh, Banner explains to um oh what the fuck was she what's the uh, real name I'll just call it the Sorcerer Supreme um, pretty strange um, that was I, I also I like the fact that they said Back to the Future is shit it's full of shit well, as Ant-Man says when they explain how time travel works. But then Sorcerer Supreme just did the bit with Doc on the chalkboard from Back to the Future 3 and showed if you changed this, our reality, to our, we still have a timeline. We don't disappear. And then our reality becomes fucked. You have to come back and sort this out. That made sense. That made more sense. than When I, when, they, when Ant-Man went to Back to the Future as a crock of shit, I did think, go, ooh. Like I know I said it made sense, but at the same time I was thinking... Okay, but yeah, okay, it's it's all right, plausible, like I said, plausible this I was like that's that's how you do it, that's perfect. oh my God, I'm sorry, I am just my brain is going like so many so many things zipping around my brain right now, um and then it led to some amazing scenes, Captain fight I, not to jump ahead because they obviously knew that the cap was gonna go at the end they clearly realised they had to just do some things with the Captain America that hadn't been done yet. And maybe, maybe it's fan service, but I don't give a shit. Some people like fan service, some people don't, but I think they were all great choices. The first one was in when they go back in time and he fights himself. That was brilliant. That was absolutely spot on genius writing. Um, great to watch as well. That American ass looked great. It was... It, it, and I, I loved seeing... I mean, also... Um, look Where's Loki? Where the fuck has Loki gone? Because he didn't get captured. Which brings us to... That comes up later with me with time travel and everything. But yeah, Loki's gone. So where's Loki? That's a good game we're going to have to play. Um, and then... Where else did they go? Oh, the... Da, 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 the... Oh, my God. So Ant-Man... The Ant-Man and Tony were successful. No, they weren't successful. Ant-Man was successful. Tony wasn't. So they had to go back even further, meet his dad. That was all pretty fucking cool. Um, and then, oh, yeah, the rest of the gang are in space getting the other stones. And I did not see uh, Black Widow dying. Didn't see... I had no idea this was even a concept. When they both got there, I was still not even... It wasn't even a thought. You know, they just... I know, knew they were going there together. I knew they needed to get the Soul Stone. I know how you get the Soul Stone. However, takes a drink. Uh, I did not... Did anyone else see that? Like, I thought they were going to maybe... Wait for Thanos? Or, I don't know. It just... Even though the years didn't match. But... Well, I I genuinely thought no, 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 no one's gonna die. They can't kill either of these two. They're not gonna kill either of them. We haven't had a Black Widow movie. We haven't had a Black Widow movie yet, and that was heart wrenching. Them two fighting over who should die, like actually going like I'll kill myself, and it was the right choice. There's no way, Ronan should have gotten, because, well he's got a family that if everything goes right to go back to, she's not really, no, well, not in his sense. So, and she has a lot of red in her ledger. So she makes the ultimate sacrifice. Uh, nice to see Red Skull again. Um, and then, oh yeah. And then, oh, the Gamora thing again. I did not see that coming. Did not, what, what a genius move that Gamora being in her own timeline, um, sets off of a Gamora who we know is a bad guy at this point, and then Thanos knows, and oh my God, that was... When that began going on, my brain was was out the window, I and mean, I have no clue where this movie is going now. Are we going to have a third one? Is Thanos going to come in, beat them all again, because he's totally... He's really... This is when he's at one of his strongest points. Can beat them all again, get the stones quicker, and end it again. I, I just... I have no idea. That was... Brilliant... Amazing... Like... Magnificent... <laughs> magnificent... Writing... Um... Yeah... So... Burton's compromised... I'd liked... Seeing... You fuck off cat... Sorry... No... 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 Sorry... The cat is just trying to rub itself on the microphone... Um... Seeing Star or dancing with no music... As soon as it began that scene... I realised... If they're watching it, they won't be able to hear the music, will they? And they showed it and that's like Will you fuck off, cat? Ugh. Hey. Hey. Sorry, the cat's making noises in the background. I do apologise. Um Where was I? I'll snap you out of existence, I mean it. Stop it. Um So yeah, that entire Thanos knows was another point in the storyline again because when Thanos died I kind of thought oh is this where we're going to get the next bad guy like is I didn't actually think oh fucking out you know I saw that coming I saw that coming I tried to stop it I'm I'm sorry you might not have even noticed it, but right then, the cat just took out the microphone. Now there is no more cat. Snapped out of existence. It is gone. There's no more. There's just dust. There's just what looks like cat litter now. That's it. End of cat. Anywho. Where the fuck was I? Oh, God, yeah. So when he captures captures Nebula and... He knows about everything, and then we see the Black Order are there. The, the difference the difference between this and Infinity War, with Infinity War, I I wasn't stupid. I'm not saying I'm that's unfair. I'm not saying if you thought didn't think like me, you were stupid, but by him just having one Infinity Stone at the start of the film, the Power Stone, and taking out the entire Asgardian fleas although it wasn't a warship and beating the shit off hulk it was very obvious to me that by the end of that film thanos will have at least collected all the stones and clicked his fingers i didn't know it would end on that i didn't know if it would do a somehow it's reverse like lady death enters and and says no you, you know you don't have the right to do this, this is my thing or something like that but I kind of knew where it was going. This film constantly made me question where it was going. Like, it, think about it. The first act, first act is like the the dealing with the the acceptance. This is our lives now. The second act, time heist, time heist, da, 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 time heist, act, like proper like time travel ship. And then the third film is... Uh, the third film. The third act is just the the second war. You know, the revenge, the the, the big one. And it, it, get, it was like three separate tones. And they all melded together so well. But because of it, I just didn't know where it was going. Um, so they all come back with all their uh, bits and bobs, with all the Infinity Stones. And then... Hulk goes to put on, goes to do the click. I thought this is where Hulk was going to die. I genuinely thought Hulk's going to die here. Um, there's no, there's no, oh, by the way, just to go back, there was another, another moment I nearly cried at. Was like, where, well, actually, no, I'll, I'll come back to that. I'll come back to that. I'm getting ahead of myself. I am getting, oh, this film's so good. Right. Um, stay, stay linear, Jay. Stay linear. Stay linear. So, the, yeah, Hulk wielding it made the most sense. And I, like I said, genuinely thought it was going to die. I like the fact he did the click and brought everyone back. I was thinking, oh, he's going to get stopped. This, how, but he does it. He does it. He clicks and brings everyone back. And I, I thought, oh, right. Well... Now I'm very confused because I thought that would happen at the very end of the film, but now it's happened, and we know Thanos knows. So, what's going to happen now? I and mean, Thanos just nukes the fucking building. And again, I'm in my head. I'm going. People are capable of dying. People are capable of dying here. Oh, you know what? I have. I'm compl- I knew I was missing something here. And I'm very sorry. The big Lebowski himself, thought the Thor scenes were amazing. I can't believe I just th- Thor got them, right? The Thor scenes were incredible. I did not <laughs> it was perfect to make him just this big bloated oaf who just is just wallowing in self-pity. It makes sense because he had lost everything. You can see in Infinity War where um, rockets trying to console him. I remember at that point thinking, shit, he has lost, like, every film. He loses something, and he's just, like, they've made him get happier every film. But, like, tonally. Like, tonally they've made him happier, but he he, he himself shouldn't be happy because he's lost. He loses his mum, then his brother, and his dad, and his home, and then all his people, and then all, he loses to Thanos, feels like a failure, loses his hammer, loses his sister. You know, it's, it's un- an Un- unending, um, but to make him, like this bum, it was just great, him like going back, and meeting his mum, I love the fact his mum, like, I, I like the fact in this, that they didn't do too much, that would, what's the word, that would make too many problems, in the other films, so you don't see Rocket, take the ether out of her, but we just know he does it, we see him running to his mother, and rather than him have to try and lie about what he looks like, to then be like, why would the mum not notice later? She knows that because she's a witch that time travels possible, and this is a future version of himself. So little things like that, especially uh, you know, Tony um, when Tony and Ant Man cock up there, and they don't really do anything that anyone sees, um, other than Loki just notice. He just keeps his eyes on the prize as he's always done. Um... But yeah, Thor was great in this. Why, why did I get to? Why did I just jump to Thor then? Um, what were we talking about? There's, there's so much that happens. But the weird thing about this film is, even though so much happens and it's three hours long, it didn't feel like that. I never felt like, oh god, more. Oh god, there's too much going on. Like I did with. I hate to always bring it back to this. Like, I feel we. Because our first review was Batman v Superman as a as nerdy UK, we I feel like we always go back to this like from year zero. But I'm gonna have to. But the first thing I hated about Batman v Superman was too much was going on. I didn't I just couldn't take it all in, and I didn't care about half the things. And they just jumped. Whereas the reason that you can take all this in and care about is they spent ten years building all these storylines separately. So, it's almost like a soap where... Imagine just watching a soap from, like, just jumping straight into, like, a Christmas special of EastEnders with no prior watching. You'd be going, what the fuck is going on? Now, if you spend the entire year from January up until Christmas watching EastEnders, you would get all the storylines, you'd realise, and at the end, that episode would make sense. This is where we are with Marvel now. They can do loads at once because... We, as moviegoers who are watching these films, they've given us a time of day. They've given us all the time we need to take these storylines in. So they can throw a lot at us. And it doesn't feel like a loss. Like I said, it didn't feel like three hours. Um, oh, God. That, the, that fight scene. In fact, every battle scene needs, like... Oh, God. I mean, we'll talk about the main one. Thor... And Cap, and Iron Man, that versus Thanos. Like when Thor uses his powers to call back the thunder in him, and he has both Mjolnir and oh, that was good when he got Mjolnir. As soon as he got Mjolnir, um, I was I was going like smacking the cinema. He going yes, clever. Take you know, get every weapon you can. Um. So where am I going with this? Um, yeah, oh, that was it. So that big battle between the three of them on, um, oh my God, how has the cap come back? Did Hulk snap you back into existence, you little Um Oh, yeah. That battle proved the power of Thanos again. I mean, remember this guy just took on the Hulk single, single handedly. There was no issue. So I know Thor had Stormbreaker. But and Mjolnir, but he still didn't. It, it 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 was so powerful. This is this was perfect. Thanos, like he, he just can't. You can't just pick around one person to beat him. So they have this massive battle. At every point, I'm going, who's gonna die? Who's gonna die? Who's gonna die? And he's smashing a cap shield. I thought that, I definitely thought Thor was gonna die. Definitely thought that was gonna happen. The way he was pushing the axe in. In my head, I'm going, well, that's poetic, really, because that's what Thor did. And, and then when Mjolnir flew past and Cap was holding it, it was like, yes, bitches! Cap holding it. That was another moment where he's a bit of fan service. Cap holding Mjolnir. So worthy. The Him fighting himself, and by the way, him saying Hail Hydra was a stroke of genius. Um, but... Yeah, just... <laughs> in music. But then, and then watching Cap fight with Mjolnir and his shield was beyond good. Like, it's so entertaining. So it, like, it hit all sorts of levels of, of... There are two kinds of comics I like. I like What If stories, where they go off on a tangent and a different universe. And then I just like female heroes. Uh, A-Force is a great comic. I love female heroes, so we'll get back to that in a minute. So... Yeah, Thanos still kind of hands it is is their ass to them, um, and sm- when he smashes Cap Shield, I thought, oh shit, this is it, because this is exactly what um, that is exactly what Tony saw in his vision, and then when I just in my head, it was only when he's walking up alone, I did th- feel like, well, hold on, didn't Hulk snap his fingers? Where is everyone? Because it was showing other people, but no one we'd seen. And then Falcon comes, and Winter Soldier comes, and then all the circles open, which are clearly Dr. Strange and his magicians. Uh, That's what I'll call them. I know that you'd probably call them the monks of magic or something, but whatever. Um, They all show up, and then all of Wakanda shows up, and like everyone. And I was so... I don't know what the word would be i think happy is underselling it i was just emotionally pumped to the rafters i felt like a child like seeing this is exactly what we wanted this is exactly so far everything has been what we wanted and i don't think you can top it I And mean, then you do i mean it's and also that that image just before when cap is on his own you see the entire army you know cap's not going to turn away and I thought, Jesus Christ! And don't forget, when Thanos says, "I'm gonna, I'm just gonna snap, kill the whole universe and make a new one," that could have happened because we we thought. I know that Chris said he thought it as well. We both went, "Well, holy shit! You could just restart the Marvel universe again." Think that's it? This could be it. He wins again, restarts so the whole Marvel universe. What the fuck? But anyway, everyone comes in and um, from that point on, it is nothing but every character just getting their revenge or getting the the, the bit of screen time they need. I mean, some of my favourite moments were Scarlet Witch, who, by the way, at the very end of Infinity War proved her power by holding back Thanos, who had f- five out of the six Infinity Stones. Is it five or six, I can't remember. And then... killing Vision and destroying an Infinity Stone at the same time that's power so when she appeared I was like oh shit oh she's powerful and she knows it now and then of course Vision won't come back because they had to kill people they had to bring people back who had just been snuffed from the snapping can't reverse stuff like that so when she went you took everything from me Oh, honestly, I I was I was literally on the edge of my seat during every battle, every character fighting Thanos because each one had something to prove. I mean, when all the girls team up, like some people might think that's been penned in, like oh, roll your eyes. Girls, of course, I've got to have a girl scene, but every character was busy. Every character was. Male character, anyway, was that the three guys have just gone out and have the the three main ones have the asses whooped. Uh, Hulk has like got one arm and is hold it has just been holding up an entire building. Doctor Strange is using all his magic to stop the floods. All the other sorcerers are trying to stop the bombs, right, and the debris and fight off any of the remaining soldiers. Um, that's all the guys. Uh, you know, so of course all the girls are the ones that are left. Brilliant scene. And I loved seeing all the. Oh, it was like a perfect thing for me personally. If you listen to my comics podcast, or if you've ever read my comic blogs, or if you know anything about me, I just love female superheroes that I just think are more interesting. I just think that they have better stories. I don't know what it is. I'm not sure why. It's not like. I'm not like one of these guys who goes, oh, really fancy. Like Captain Marvel, you know, I don't really fancy Captain Marvel. I admire Captain Marvel. She's just this, um, like, as though Jay Leal hates me saying it, I think she's really like an admirable, interesting, you know, figure of power and authority. I love Kamala Khan because I think she's again a very interesting character with a a history and a race that I, I don't know about. So I find it more interesting when they mix that in to find out stuff like that. The the list could go on, Batgirl, and I'm going deviating away from the actual Marvel universe, but you get the picture. Um so when they all team up, that was a brilliant scene. And then that fight, and then when Captain Marvel like gets he like he has a go at Captain Marvel and then he headbutts her and it does nothing. <laughs> I, was, I started punching Chris in the arm, I was going, Yes! Yes, this is Captain Marvel when she blows up the ship And and that's what I mean. She had to be away. She said she was policing the rest of the universe where there is no superheroes. So, what the fuck do you what you know? Who who else is going to do it but her? That was a genius stroke. Am I missing out anything in the run up to this into the end of Endgame? And then we just got the final, like. I mean, some people might like argue that Drax should have been the one that killed Thanos, but it definitely should have been, or, or the Captain Marvel, but I liked how he just took the Power Stone out and punched her. Because Thanos is so intelligent. He's an intelligent. He's not just a big, strong... It's like how Bane was in Dark Knight Rises. He's both, He's got this massive intelligence as well, strategically amazing, and that's his, that's his great strength. Not just the fact he can pummel the Hulk with his fists, it's his brain. And throughout all of Infinity War and throughout all of this, it, it you still get the the fear of Thanos and that I, I like I said, I didn't know where it was going to go. So when it just goes Doctor Strange going point, saying one, and then Tony looking at him and you realise, oh my God, this is where, this is where he dies. We I thought it was going to be Thor and then I thought it was going to be Cap, but it is, it, it's going to be t- Tony. But I didn't get how. And then realising he's the one who... Snaps his fingers and takes the, the massive hit. It's so poetic. And his last words, I am Iron Man. Jesus Christ. I... People... I can, you could hear people... Audibly crying after that. Like, I'm watching him die. There were people in the cinema audibly crying. That was a bit... And I, I Sorry, I forgot to mention I audibly cried. I audibly cried at... was Spider-Man when he shows back up again and he's talking to Tony and you can see Tony is just happy that this kid's back and the the guilt is lifted and the kid's you know Peter's even saying it doesn't even I don't even feel like I've been gone really I I know I've been gone but it doesn't feel like it it the that and he just hugs him the how important that is cuz remember Peter hugs him in one of the films and Tony's like um I just no that's it it's in homecoming he reaches over to let him out the door and he hugs him, he's like, that's not really necessary. But he the symbolism of Tony hugging Peter was set me off. Um and then yeah, just Tony dying, Thanos dying, all the army, the Black Order dead. Um So many dead, Visions dead, Black Widow's dead Um Star Lord's got to now play 51st Dates with Gamora because she doesn't know who he is, which I thought was. Uh, I liked that. He's got to win her back again. That was a cool little twist. Um, who else? Does anyone, by the way, during the funeral, did anyone, like, wonder who the fuck that kid was? Like, it went from, like, group of people to group of people to group of people. And I felt like it just fixated on this one kid before it panned over to... Uh, it was before Samuel L. Jackson, before Nick Fury, it, I felt like it just panned over to this one kid and I, I, I was just like, who is he? I mean, I th- I have this weird feeling he's no one and he was just an extra and I just feel the shot would just happen to just focus on him too much. But, yeah, if anyone knows who that kid was, let me know. Um, so, yeah. Then we just get everyone's goodbyes. Cap returns Mjolnir and all the Infinity Stones. Before anyone goes, where's Mjolnir? He clearly returns it. That's why he's taking it, going back in time. Um, not go, Not going on his own little journey. I feel like he should have handed over the keys a winter soldier though it doesn't feel right as falcon I know it does it in the comics but falcon's just a dude with metal wings you get rid of the metal wings and he's just he's a good soldier but he's got no superpowers I and mean, he's not Batman he's not as good a strategist as cap as Thanos so why i I felt like and Bucky's your oldest friend and has a a metal arm made of the vibranium that the fucking shield's made out of and he's got super strength and speed he's a super soldier himself why not make him Captain America and they also clear his name going from being known as the the terrorist to being the new Captain America would have made more sense I don't know just didn't like the idea of of just a a guy with just his superpowers wings that I made a made metal. Didn't like that. But it's not going to ruin a movie for me, just not show them direction. Um, how good was the, by the way, the de-aging the again in this? It was done on Tony Stark's dad. Um, and it was done on. It wasn't. Well, it was done. The, the aging, in fact, of um, fucking Cap, Steve Rogers. I. It, if you've ever watched shows where they age someone, you can tell it's someone with prosthetics on or someone who's been aged. You can still see them, and then see the makeup over the top. This looked genuinely... Like, I think this is what he's going to look like when he's, like, 90. Genuinely. Like, he, he must. Because it, it was just so realistic, and it's such a nice way for him to go out. He gets to live his life with Peggy Carter. Um, that was a beautiful touch. That was a nice... The soul, And again, I love how... Like Tony and Cap's lives have gone different have started off in one way and gone another, so Cap was willing to be the soldier that died for his country alone and like on a battlefield, and Tony was like the rich philanthropist who wanted to die with a woman by his side and doing the bat and fighting all the battles from afar. And they kinda they swapped. Tony died on a battlefield and then Cap got to live his life without the Avengers. Because he's already done it. So while it's all going on, he can actually live his life on away from it all with a, with the woman of his dreams. Brilliant way to end the, both their runs. Um, As guardians of the galaxy, what do we think, eh? Like, I want Thor to get back into shape. It's alright and being the big Lebowski, but I want him to get back into shape. Um... I, I, will there be, like... Will Valkyrie feature in future films now? She's the queen of new Asgard. She was great in this, by the way. She was great. I I loved her, the unicorn, whatever you want to call it, with the fucking wings. Brilliant. Um, all the girls in this were great. Uh, who else did we have at the end? Ant-Man's still going. Cassie, Cassie's, old, Cassie's old now, so we could have Ant-Man, Wasp, and... Whatever Cassie... Cassie names herself something... I didn't like her name. It was something silly like... It's as bad as Spoiler's name in Batman. I didn't like her name. Whatever she calls herself. We could get that. Um, where are they now? Where's every hero? Banner just... I, I don't think he's going to be much use now. Like, he, He's strong but... He doesn't have the, the biggest fight in him. And his arm's fucked. Um, Hawkeye... Is gonna be he's got his family, so he's out. And there was no after credit scene, what the fuck was with that? Like that was the one thing I like like oh how's I put this This closed a lot of storylines. It was epic how it closed a lot of storylines And it was great. Like everything I've just discussed, it feels like I don't know if it, I'm sorry if it feels like I've just described the film, but the reason I've brought up all these points, like Cap fighting himself, and using the hammer and saying Hail Hydra, Thor being like a drunk and visiting his mum, and like having both Mjolnir and Stormbreaker, Rocket going like, being the more moral one of out of the two of them as well, and becoming a bit more of a leader. All these little things were great. The story was amazing. But where does it go now? It gave... It, and it closed everything off. And I felt like... But I didn't feel like closure was going to be... Was going to be completely 100% closure. Unless they gave me a snippet of what's to come. Just where's the road going? And I've got no fucking clue. We know that... Winter Soldier and Falcon... Have their own TV show on Disney coming. Loki's going to have his own TV show. So that kind of maybe explains where Loki's going. Um, But... Who's the Avengers now? Other than Ant-Man. Is it just Ant-Man? Ant-Man, Scarlet Witch, Black Panther, Spider-Man. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy have taken Thor by looks of it. So he's not there. I don't know, man. It's weird. If, and one thing I'm, that we have to talk about, though, and I hinted at it before, is the time travel. So, there are problems with this. And I'm sure the Russo brothers are going to explain how these... What some people may call plot holes, um, how to explain them away. So, if Nebula shoots her younger self, how can she become older Nebula? Because... The art, I was like, oh, so it's. That's the reality. That oh, hold on, yeah, that's the reality. But. I mean, it's a soul stone back. It's a soul stone back, in. Like we well on that planet, so can Black Widow come back? And. Mm, this, this this is the thing there's there's definitely gonna be some real discussions on the marvels marvels universe timeline now because there are things are screwed up a little bit the nebula thing is completely as mess messed my mind up a bit um the soul stone going back has messed my mind up a bit because I'm sure that would mean black widow maybe coming back I don't know um there's and what was the other thing with the timeline? There's something else about... Well, oh, um... By obviously clicking the... Fi- well, clicking his fingers and wiping out Thanos means he wipes out Thanos from reality as well. So... The reality stone kind of keeps everything tidy there and makes sure the fabric of reality doesn't melt away based on, like, you know, no loopholes. Uh, what would they call it? Like when... Doc says in Back to the Future, if you meet yourself, two things are going to happen. Either the space-time continuum will collapse, or you'll just, like, pass out. Whereas, in this, I think the reality zone keeps the space-time continuum from doing that, but killing Nebula wasn't via the gauntlet. It was just her killing her younger self. Pure time travel. So I don't know how that works. Um, I mean, who's... Oh, Captain Marvel! Of course, she's going to be on the team as well. It's, it is interesting where they're going to go. In case people haven't guessed yet, I'm giving it a, I'm giving it a ten. I know I gave Infinity War nine, but I've since like if I if I was to be asked what I'd give Infinity War now, it would be a ten. This is, was a ten. It's so hard to do sequels, by the way. Part twos and sequels are hard to do, and that is. This is the fourth Avengers film. So it's the fourth one. It's not even the, the third. The third one's normally the hard one. The fourth one's hard. Making the third one a two-parter, if you want to look at it that way. I mean, I know people who watched The Deathly Hallows and weren't happy how that part one ended. I'm trying to think of other things that have been two-parters. Hobbit? Was that divided into three? A lot of, cause I remember those people who weren't happy that it was divided into three and how that worked out. Yeah, two... Two parts of Hars and I feel like this was perfection, like absolute perfection. If it's like the reason it's it's, it's perfection as a perfect film for me is, and referencing Back to the Future a lot only, only because Scott Lang brought it up, and I think it was a good subtle way, like to put that in people's minds, like Darren Brown just places that in, the, like the. There could be problems with Back to the Future, but you let it off because it's such a good film and you enjoy it, and why let a little petty thing stop you from enjoying yourself? And this film does that. I should be raging at some of the decisions made um, and the time travel decisions made, but I'm not. I'm totally cool with it because I enjoyed it. It wasn't confusing... It was made it unpredictable and took me on this massive journey that, yeah, did lead to me crying. Like, there's not many films I've cried at. I'm not like Chris, who cries at everything. Like, good God, you put Jurassic Park on it, will cry at that. But, yeah, I shed a tear at this. And it's kudos. Well, Well done to the Russo brothers, just a marvel. Oh, by the way, Stanley's cameo, how to nearly forget that. His final cameo. That was brilliant. Again, Russo Brothers know how to do the cameos. And unfortunately, no one can take any more pointers from that, because that's the last cameo. So I don't even God knows what they're gonna do now. I mean do we get Kevin Smith in? Do we start having Deadpool just walk in? There's a few options of what we could do, but We'll see if they if they attempt anything like that. I'd be I'd be pro Kevin Smith to have him just like pop up because he's he's, def- he's he's he exists in that universe anyway as we saw in Captain Marvel. Um, what haven't I talked about? I I feel like I've covered everything. Although there's a part of me that feels like I'll be screaming later, going, "Oh, you forgot this! You forgot that!" I mean, this is just me. Gas still has to watch it. So I imagine we'll do something where I talk about it with Gaz as well, like a, a part two, as if you will. And just I'll probably just interview Gaz because you've you know what I'm talking about. So I'll just interview Gaz and see what Gaz thought. Um, but there was no character was treated poorly. No one story is left up in the air. It didn't leave any mysteries. Really, like again, they could, like, someone going, Well, Was where, uh, the only mystery is where's Loki, but that's about it. Um, loved it, loved it, and a perfect end to 10 years of all these characters who that original lineup of Avengers who now are gone, like I said, Banner. Might make an appearance. Barton might make a little appearance every so often, but it'll probably just be a wee cameo. But everyone's dead. What does you think? Don't forget to leave your comments down below. Uh, Don't forget to rate, like, subscribe, and join us next time when I'm either going to be speaking to Gaz about this or Spider-Man Homecoming, which is, like, literally four weeks away. (laughs) It's so amazing. We're just... Oh, this year is amazing so far for films. I've been JB, alone. <laughs> this has been so weird. Um, I've been JB, I've been alone, and I've been talking nerdy. Peace. Take me away. I don't mind, but you better promise me I'll be back.